So, we were wrong. Talia was right. I don't want to discuss this. You don't? No, but we should. Okay, but I am calling Berenstein Bears on this. So I uh, totally agree. Last week we were talking about strokes. And how you might uh, smell burnt toast before having one. Yeah. As per the Canadian Heritage Moment. Or Minute? Minute. Minute. Moment? It might be Moment. Anyway. Yeah, Talia called us out, said it was seizures, she was right, we were wrong, but I'm calling Berenstein Bears on this. Yep. So the next day I was in I was in a park with like 40 people playing Pokemon. As one does. And someone said something about smelling burnt toast and then like, oh, I'm having a stroke. Right. So the Berenstein Bears theory goes that we have all moved into a parallel dimension. Connor, you are married to an interdimensional being. Oh no. Are you making the frogs gay? What's the mm. Berenstein Bears thing? Berenstein versus Berenstain. So the, the actual spelling is B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. But I always called it Berenstain Bears. Yeah, e. Berenstain, Berenstain Bears. Bears. Yeah. That's what they are, but that's not that's what they not are. That's not what they are. The book is with an A. So that's what I'm saying. The Heritage Minute was about strokes, but Correct. now we're in the universe where it's about seizures. You're fucking with us. Yeah, but you are you are native to this universe. You're a monster. Yes, I'm making the frogs gay. It's all part of my gay agenda. You and Alex Jones. I get it. I'm on, right. to, I'm on to you in it. Anyway, welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We are your weekly nostalgia podcast dedicated to chronicling the years 1990 through 1999. That's our first cold open ever. As always, we're your hosts. My name is Chris Alfred. And I'm Connor Thompson. This week, we're uh, finishing off the year in 1997, December 25th, Christmas Day through the 31st, New Year's Eve. As they're commonly known, I mean, you know you know what Christmas is, right? I'd like to apologize before we begin. Uh, last night, Tally and I were fairly inebriated, making a gingerbread Millennium Falcon, as adults do, and I was eating candy while lying on the floor, and I think I've got some candy dust still lodged in my throat, so I, I apologize if I get raspy. December 25th, it's Christmas Day! I don't know why I did that. Clinton is Very stirring... <laughs> Clinton is stirring, shopping the night before Christmas. President Clinton made quick work of his Christmas Eve shopping, an annual ritual with his daughter Chelsea. In slightly less than two hours, he rang up a potpourri of loot, jumbo coffee mugs, necklaces, books, whistles, and a $35 ceramic donkey that immediately after... Yeah, Democraticness. I kind of want a ceramic donkey. Yeah. Just to have. Mm -hmm. Hee-haw, hee-haw, it's Dominic the ceramic donkey. Oh, that's nice. He said he was stocking up for Christmas 1998. He shopped so quickly, marveled Catherine Cook, who hemmed and hawed over her own purchases at a jewelry stand in Washington's Union Station while Clinton teased her to buy something. I work for them, the president joked on the attendant cashiers. I'm on a commission. I don't get it. Well, he's, he's getting a rake. Okay. Clinton had said the night before his shopping was done uh, that he was hitting the stores with Chelsea only as a matter of tradition. <laughs> <laughs> so he wouldn't have gone shopping himself were it not something that he had previously done. Yeah, I mean, if it was not something that he... It's, you know, first kids. Kid. I get it. Yeah. December 26th, it's Boxing Day in Canada and other places, but not the US because they don't celebrate Boxing Day. Heathens. They box every day. Wow. I don't know what I mean by that. I don't know either. For 411 operators, job security is a 911. Ooh. An article title. Yep. And all right. The calls come in every 21 seconds, and you're falling behind if you don't answer each one. 
quote, hello, this is rad. What city uh, you or somebody like you says 1,100 times a day? You and the 300 directory assistant operators around you don't have your own desks. It's a different station every day, and even the name you use on the phone is a pseudonym. So you each perch your photos of your kids on the keyboard in the morning, and then lift them off when you go home. This is kind of giving me call center flashbacks, Yeah, I don't like it. No, I don't like this either. Even as your hands skate over the keyboard, searching out the numbers for Satan Scissors, that's Satin Scissors, in Torrance, Mission Carpet Cleaning in San Diego, Party City in Tustin, your free ear is keen to the rumors around you. You are becoming an anachronism, you hear. In the age of internet white pages, CD-ROM phones, directories, and voice recognition technology, you are going out of date, because who uses 411? Pacific Bell has cut directory assistance operators from 2,500 to 1,800 in Southern California, from 4,500 to 3,600 statewide. Each operator handles 1,100 calls a day, more than twice as many as a year ago. That's a fuckload of calls. Oh, yeah. At the same time, the company is relying on computers, growing automations, and blah, blah, blah. Director assistance operators are turning into the blacksmiths of the telecommunication world. Once essential, now nearly obsolete. I kind of wish we had blacksmiths in our lifetime. That'd fuck be neat. Four, like, fuck 411. Like, I, I never used that service. How cool would it have been to be remembering fondly, like, getting your fucking horse shoed or, like... Your anvil re-anviled. Sometimes I realize that we are very different people. December 27th. Boy, 10, steers family car to safety. This is out of Washington. Oh, good God. The 1988 Ford Tempo. Yes. Let's just stop there for a second. Our friend our friend Matt Salvatore had a Ford Topaz. Do you remember Mercury the Topaz? Topaz? Oh, it was a Mercury Topaz. Yeah, they were, right, a right. that's the difference. Same car. Exact same piece of shit vehicle. Upon, like, at the time of this car's demise, I think what killed it was five of us crammed into this thing, going up the overpass in St. Catharines, going maybe 70 on the highway, 70 kilometers an hour on the highway. He was gunning it to get to that speed. Yeah, hammered down, heat blasting, windows down. It is fucking August. The car sounded like it was going to explode. I think that was a common theme among Topazes and Tempos, that feeling of immediate death at any moment being a very real possibility for you but i really like the tempo it was fun anyway uh the 1988 ford tempo hurled down interstate 95 (laughs) careening from lane to lane at 85 miles an hour sherry galv sat groggily behind the wheel in semi-conscious diabetic haze unable to keep control of her car so her 10 year old son wesley tanner the second took over I took off my seatbelt and I got over a little bit, Wesley said, and then I had to pull on the wheel. He said he remembers grabbing the wheel about four times in the 30-minute journey from Falls Church near Washington to Stafford County, where the car finally swung onto an exit, crashed into a stop sign, and came to a rest on the grass. It scared him. Yeah, right? It scared him, said Gals, age 33. And it made him realize, oh my god, mom could die at any time. Oh shit. And how close we came to not only me dying Sunday night, but killing all of us and maybe some innocent person as well. There were, I, I couldn't find anything about charges being laid in this. In other unrelated news, insulin's really expensive, so just don't worry about it. Yeah, you know, eat a, eat a chocolate bar? Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. December 28th, Clinton grants Christmas time pardons to 21. President Clinton has granted Christmas week pardons to 21 Americans for federal offenses ranging from bank robbery to operations of bootleg still, nice, to theft of spark plugs, officials said. Wow. 
not as nice. Like there's something romantic about operating like a bootleg still. Thieving spark plugs. I don't know. We should start making hooch. We should. I've wanted to do this for a long time. Yeah. And uh, to any listeners out there, especially those in law enforcement, this is a dramatization. Correct. Yes. We wrote this down and we're totally making it up. Yeah. It's it's not not, an actual plan. It's not real. No one owns a copper still. There were no press releases, no fanfare. In fact, Justice Department officials hadn't even had time to contact those granted clemency since Clinton signed away their sins. That's great. (laughs) All offenders had been convicted a decade or more ago. Among the people to receive Clinton's signature on an executive grant of clemency was Raymond Philip Weaver, whose pardon Clinton signed Tuesday night, erasing the lone blemish in a Navy career that spanned nearly 23 years. Fifty Christmas Eves ago... The young sailor was court-martialed and demoted for taking four pounds of butter from his Navy base. He is now 74 and retired in St. Petersburg, Florida. Quote, The pardon is the biggest thing in my life, Weaver said Wednesday after learning of his pardon from a reporter. Stealing butter. Holy fuck. On Christmas Eve. That just sounds... I don't know. Sounds like the Navy was really churning out those criminals. Oh. (laughs) December 29th. Hong Kong begins to kill all the chickens within its territory, 1.25 million, to stop the spread of a potentially dead influenza strain. I assume a bird flu. Probably. Yeah, fuck. Uh, December 30th, Steel is released on VHS today. Do you remember the movie Steel? (laughs) Vaguely? We need, sometime this needs to be worked into the new format of the podcast next season. And we need to watch a review or somehow talk about this horrendous movie that I saw in theaters. <laughs> you saw alone. it in theaters? Alone? I went with my dad and He Joey abandoned you. And no, it was the three of us oh, okay. in an entire theater. Oh, okay. Because that's how bad the movie was. I see. Yeah. Also, um, as is becoming tradition for the podcast in the past week, Acid leak forces evacuation of 125. No injuries reported. An industrial acid cloud leaked from 55-gallon drums Monday, forcing about 125 people to flee businesses, but no injuries were reported, Los Angeles County fire officials said. The cloud that sent employees of Applied Solar and five other uh, downward businesses into the streets leaked out when two acids ate through a plastic liner and reacted to the metal of the barrel. The acids were a combination of nitric hydrochloric acid and acetic acid, which is vinegar. If the chemical clouds were inhaled, they could be fatal, said County Fire Inspector Mark Tolbert. But the cloud dispersed without causing any injury, as as is good with, you know, the acid that we like to report on, on Stuck in the 90s. Acid? That's 90s acid. Yeah. Acid is so cool, though. Acid is, it's, it's one pretty, of the coolest it's words pretty out cool. there, isn't it? Really, it? Yeah. yeah. It just, like, it sounds so metal. It does. Okay, closing out the week, December 31st. Acid. The home of country music, the Opryland USA theme park in Nashville, Tennessee, USA, closes and is subsequently demolished. And I think that goes with a theme. Like, I think real country music died in the 90s. Like, once, like, Dolly Parton and, you know, Kenny Rogers started focusing on chicken more than than country music, Mm. like, then we have the new country that we have today, which is garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Drank enough beer in my pickup truck. Kicked my dog and now he's bruised. Something, something. What's implied consent? Wow. Yours is. Whoa. Oh boy. Let's Country close. Music. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Acid. Let's close the year out of news with something no one suspects. The butterfly. An industry spreads its wings. This is out of St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, gotta gotta jut in for a second. Have you ever seen, uh, this goes for, I guess, everyone. Uh, there's a YouTube video that's like a homemade uh, tourism video for West St. Paul, Minnesota. It's really funny. That sounds really familiar. Okay. Just Google like West St. Paul tourism. Neat. Okay. So David Bulkin needs 750 pounds of milkweed a day, hand harvested and cleaned to feed his livestock. After his animals every day. Oh god. After his animals mature, the diet changes to watermelon. Bulkin is a butterfly farmer. His business is among about half a dozen in the United States that raises and sells butterflies to a growing number of butterfly gardens, zoos, and educational exhibits all around the country. In all, about $1 billion is spent annually worldwide to purchase butterflies, according to Rick Mikula, who runs Hole in the Hand Butterfly Farm in Hazleton, Pennsylvania, and has written several books about raising butterflies. Acid. Boken began selling chrysalids. Cocoons protecting the animals as they metamorphose, metamorphosize. I thought it was metamorphose is a weird word. Metamorphosize sounds better. Yeah, metamorphosize does sound better. Uh, as they change from caterpillar to butterfly. About five years ago, by mail order through Wild Bird magazines. This is a God. weird business. Um, but his business changed when he began selling to zoos and butterfly houses. My orders went from three at a time for fifteen dollars to three thousand at a time. Bolkin said butterflies yeah something something emerge into the new year yeah that's the theme we're going for here i think 97 is when the butterfly conservatory in niagara falls opened up that could be right you might be you might hit that on the hit that on the head yeah okay so let's get into the box office obviously number one it's, Christmas, 97. Yeah, it's, it's Titanic. Near, it's far. It's wherever you are. Uh, what else is on here? Tomorrow, Tomorrow Never dies. dies. We got some Pierce Brosnan. Classic, classic Brosnan. Uh, ooh, Mouse Hunt. I liked Mouse Nathan Hunt. Nathan Lane. It was. It's not a very good movie. But it's a great movie. Anything with Nathan Lane and it's pretty good. Is this Matthew Broderick's non-Ferris Bueller magnum opus? Ah, uh, No. No. Oh. Is this, I mean, is this even, is Matthew Broderick in this? Oh, shit. I'm thinking of I am thinking of the producers. Nathan Same Nathan Lane, different, different I was going to, yeah, because yeah. I knew Nathan Lane and. And I would say that would be his non-Ferris Bueller's Day Off Magnum Opus. Okay, well, we're moving on now. Happy. Oh, God, Home Alone 3 is on here? Garbage. Ugh, why is that even a thing? I've told the podcast about my idea for a rebooted Home Alone 3, right? Um, I think we both, we've both, yeah, we've. We've pitched our different Home Alone threes to the podcast. That's true. We won't yeah. do that again then. Uh, Goodwill Hunting is still on this list. Air Force One is clinging on for dear life. Ooh, Flubber, a I movie like Flubber. featuring Robin Williams. Yeah, miss that guy. I miss talking about him every week. Yeah, me too. It, it really like it the wasn't... podcast had a more. Po I feel like we were more positive whenever we had to bring up Robin Williams. Okay, it made so me feel better. Let's just let's just talk about it. If you're a longtime listener of the show, you know that for the entire first year, we mentioned Robin Williams in some way every week. And I gotta tell you, maybe maybe three or four months into it, it became a bit of a struggle. But we did it. But we did it. By November, it was desperate. Yeah. We had a few gimmies here and there. Like when we when yeah. Goodwill Hunting or, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire comes up. 
But like we were really striving. We like, shoehorned we, in a few. Yeah, a few we shoehorned Zelda in at one point. That was early. Yeah, that was like February. Yeah, it was we, bad. We played that card way too soon. We really did. But I mean, it made me feel good just having to talk about Robin Williams every week. It eased the pain. It's like it's like taking a moment to just stop and like sit back and remember the good in the world that is Robin Williams. On that note, let's get into this week on Take It Away. Uh, Simpsons wasn't on this week. Actually, I don't even think, I think I might've had to sort of fuck around with the Seinfeld episode. Okay. It's like, you know, it's, it's Christmas day, whatever. You were out Christmas shopping. You couldn't watch Seinfeld this week, but it's the final season. You know, the end is near. So you set your VCR to record it and you come back when you've got a little more time. And what episode are you watching? The Strike. So in this episode, Jerry goes out with a woman who is beautiful one day and ugly the next. Kramer goes back to work. At H&H Bagels after like a seven year strike. Yep. Uh, George makes up a charity, the Human Fund. Money for people. Elaine gives a fake number to a man. Also, this is the episode to introduce, and I'm pretty sure only one to mention it, the greatest holiday. We're recording it on, on that day today. That's true. It is Festivus. And a merry Festivus to you. A Festivus for the rest of us. I'd like to call out a number of motherfuckers who have had Festivus parties but have not had feats of strength. There has been no aluminum pole. There has been no airing of grievances. I've been to many Festivus parties, maybe even a few of you who I know who also listen to the show have hosted one that I've been to, and I want you to know that the next time I get to air grievances, they're going to be about you. I have no idea what you're talking about, and I like it. You've never been to a Festivus party? I've never been to a real Festivus party. Well, no, I mean, neither have I. I've never been to a fake Festivus party. You've either. never been to like a, a party called... Just no. called a festivus party? No. Really? Yeah, no one no one I know has had the gall to uh to half ass that shit. It, it definitely was half assed. I like I've I wandered around Home Depot last holiday season looking at aluminum poles, just thinking about, you know, just maybe picking one up. It's a wise idea. If I do festivus, I'm doing it right. I mean, I don't know if I I don't know how I would approach the feats of strength because my feet are not very strong. Well. But I don't know. I'll hear some grievances motherfuckers i got a lot of problems with you people (laughs) (laughs) okay uh let's jump into our 90s spotlight i I, cold cold open cold spotlight i would like to discuss the format of this podcast moving forward as our spotlight the spotlight shines back on us so weird i feel weird about that but we're, we're rolling with it no we're going with it all right so for the longest time now we've done the same kind of thing we open up with a piece of news from every day we do movies and music, and then we dive into a, a smattering of things. Sometimes as seen on, sometimes 90s news now, just bits and pieces. And yeah, like occasional segments like that, they're not going anywhere. No, but generally the format of the show has not changed in two years. And for us, it's starting to feel stagnant. And we're just, we're running out of shit. And we're running out of shit. And but... Here's the issue. When we first came up with the idea for the show, we sat down for hours and just plugged into a spreadsheet all of these things that we wanted to talk about, you know, video games that we liked and TV shows and products and just all and of just our things. Like memorable this came out this things. day, this is what we really like. And it's been really hard to keep up with that sheet. We've done like maybe two things on it. Yeah, we've we've barely touched it. So there are all these issues, which are kind of the impetus for us to create the podcast in the first place, all of these topics that we've never actually touched. So Chris and I talked about it. And for the next year or however long, I guess we're going to go until the list ends. But 
we're going to try and keep it. So we're going to keep the format of like, here's the, is it going to be just the week? We're going to talk about, yeah, the week overall kind of, if it's not going to be finding an article every day, because as funny as some of these things are, they sometimes don't have any bearing on the overall tone of the year. So if we see something on Wikipedia that happened on a certain day or a certain week that we decide to focus on, we're still going to mention that, you know, Ebola outbreak. We're going to talk about that. But the fucking Ted Kaczynski. We've got to talk yeah. about Ted Kaczynski at some point. Fucking the Unabomber. We've never talked about the Unabomber. Yeah, not really. Um, or the Oklahoma City bomb. I haven't talked about Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, but fuck that shit. But I mean, we've got to talk about that at some point. Yeah, a little bit. But, yeah. like, we don't have to focus on it. TWA this, this is a happy Flight thing. 800. Why? You know. You're all about the disasters lately. Our news has poisoned you. But, I mean, these are things that were common. But, yeah, also good things. Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> the Unabomber, Diddy Kong Racing, things you remember. Um, I think, though, that the the general direction for the show is going to be, you know, we're we're doing a show. We have four January shows. So we're going to pick things from different years in the 90s. But here are a couple big things that came out in or around January. Here's the year, and then here's the thing. So I think we're going to kind of break up the show into just those segments that we want to talk about. That way we can do a bit more research into those topics and bring you what I think we both think will be a higher quality show. Yeah, we're going to, we're shaking things up. You know, we'll talk about a specific music, album, song, something. Because we've we're, we've run out of popular music. We've, I don't really we're care. Rehashing if, the same songs. I don't really care if we don't talk about movies and music anymore, even news. I I unless it relates to the unless topics we've already to, got. Yeah, the topics we've got, or you know, this happened in this week. Yeah, but like there are so many people and places and products and events that we've got on this list that we know are going to make for a really good show that we've just never introduced. So now's the time. Yeah. So that's going to be a little. A little bit of what's going on next year. And then season three is probably going to be the end, more than likely. Probably, yeah. Yeah. And maybe we'll maybe we'll dabble into the year 2000. Who knows? The Y2 cast. Yeah. Tentatively, if we were to do it, it would, maybe it would be called the Y2 cast. Maybe it would be called Stuck. No, I, I got nothing. Millennials. Oh, yeah. Didn't, that we say, didn't I we think, say that? Millennials. Yeah, I think we were going to call it Millennials. Yeah, because we celebrate the Millennials. Okay, if we call it Millennials, do you think we have any shot of getting an interview with Will Smith? Absolutely not. But we will try wow. every... Like, that'll be that'll be our goal. What that's if we email our, him a coloring book? I don't know what the fuck he's going to do with it, but let's do that anyway. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, I think that's about all I've got for yeah. the show. Uh, let's talk oh. about Christmas or something. I don't know. What do you think you got in 97 for Christmas? Mm, sh- shit, I don't know. Maybe like an N64 game? I think that might have been the year that I got Electronic Battleship. Tell me more. Uh, It's obnoxiously loud. Okay. It's got, so it's regular Battleship, except obviously it's much larger. It's a big honking thing. And instead of, like you, obviously you put your ships in. Yeah. But you have to program their location. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so there's like there's a little book that comes with the battleship and you can either choose your own ship's locations or there are a number of pre-programmed maps, strategies. Yeah, so you can choose one of those and pick it from the list 
And then when you, you know, when you make an attack, you punch it in and hit fire and it makes like a, and then it just fizzles or it goes, hit. That's that's obnoxious. It's so obnoxious. And it's incredibly loud. That's, uh, does it have a volume setting? Nope. That's amazing. Nope. That is exactly the oversight that a game, like an electronic game in the 90s would have. Yeah, the last time Tally and I played it, we had to jam socks in it because it was so loud. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like a, an acoustic guitar, but not at all, you know, useful. Yeah, I think that's about that. Oh, sponsor. Oh, yeah. Every week on the show, we bring you a sponsor. Sometimes real, sometimes a product we're selling. This week, Christmas is coming. Maybe you have to buy a gift for someone you hate. Actually, you'll be... This is coming out, like, at at the very earliest on Christmas Day. Yeah, like, well, maybe maybe you forgot to buy a gift for someone you don't like. Maybe you're celebrating, like, an Orthodox Christmas that's, like, a Ooh. couple weeks into January. Maybe you need an early gift for Chinese New Year. Easter. Valentine's Day. This is a, this is a Valentine's Day gift a, that sends some weird messages. A coloring book full of dicks. You can buy them on Amazon now. Amazon US or Amazon Canada. Look up cockadoodles. Yeah, we've got reviews. Also, if you have bought the uh, coloring book or, you know, you, you want to leave a review and, and you've bought it, probably. You want to support the show but not monetarily. That's yeah, fine. Leave I a get positive that. review. Oh, if you could give us an Amazon review for the coloring book, that would be the greatest. We have two. One's legit and one is not. I may have written one of them. Too legit to quit. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. So, you know what? Let's uh, let's wish everyone out there Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, Crazy Kwanzaa, Solomon Dignified Ramadan, some other shit, ha- Festivus. You forgot Hanukkah. I, thought, I didn't say that second? No, you said Happy Holidays. Oh, yeah. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Hanukkah, that's a cool thing. Light some candles on that menorah. Ooh, and if you're a nihilist, uh, you know, we're all we're all gonna die. I mean, that's gonna happen one day. Live while you can. Live while you can, love while you can, listen to some podcasts, buy some coloring books full of dicks. Oh yeah. Just spread joy, spread Christmas cheer, drink some beer, I don't know. Don't drink and drive, spay and neuter your pets. The podcast is now over. over. Rending it like that? Yes. Alright, see you guys next year. Pay and neuter your pets. That's what Bob Barker says. I know, we've done that on the show a few times, but it always almost gets me. Yeah.